0: Welcome to the Invisible India Podcast. I'm Jessica.
1: And I'm Abhishek. We are a cross-cultural couple doing life in India, exploring the lesser-known mysteries of Indian culture,
0: interviewing fascinating figures who have chartered new territories, and sharing life as we raise our multicultural family amongst the complexities of modern Indian life.
1: Hi, this is Abhishek, and this week we're talking about Real India.
0: Yes. You've seen bucket lists floating around the internet, what India is like or places you need to visit in India, and we're offering you something a little more robust. What's the real India like? What are things that you have to experience if you're actually going to experience a real India? So we are talking today about the real India experiences, and we've created a little bucket list that you can share with your friends and you can check off and send to us, and We want to see who has all of these items, who has the most items, and we would love to see who's the craziest person out there. We have an infographic on all of our social media pages. You can connect with us there and share your list. So, starting it off with, number one, real India experience. Had malaria, chikungunya, dengue, or dengue, as they also say here, or any other mosquito-borne diseases.
1: Mm.
0: have you have you had any of these i haven't thank no. god this is probably the one of the worst ones on i've here. not
1: had any uh any of these but we have had friends who have had them oh yeah foreign friends, friends who have had them indian friends and foreign expat friends it's pretty terrible sometimes uh it is my m- mom had had malaria a long time ago
0: I think your mom's had all of these
1: <laughs> no, I don't think so. Chicken okay, cania, not all of them, no, but she's not, had not at least dango.
0: at least one, which is no. bad enough. Way to prevent this is just mosquito net. Mostly, what most people sleep with a mosquito net. Number two, slipped in cow poo. Mm. I'm pretty you,
1: sure I've done that, but I don't remember right now. Can you? Well, my bike has fallen in my. Yeah.
0: Your bike? That's even more fun when you crash on a motorcycle with yeah. in po- cow poop.
1: Yeah. It has a, that's probably happened more 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 often in the mud here. But yeah, I'm yeah. sure cow poop has been involved.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure that you can't actually go to India without stepping in cow poop. If you have been to India and you haven't stepped in cow poop, I'm pretty sure that you have been in a hotel the whole time or in an yeah. office the whole time.
1: It's only natural because cows are on the
0: roads, so. <laughs>
1: and streets are kind of narrow and
0: Number three: Hit a pedestrian with bicycle, car, scooter, etc. Well, I haven't actually hit any pedestrians with any of those things.
1: Almost every week, I hit people.
0: <laughs> but but other people in cars and on motorcycle and stuff, right? Have you actually hit a pedestrian recently?
1: I don't know what that even means. Hit someone a walking. Someone yeah, walking. like yeah. You 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 brush, uh, you brush off your especially your mirror your your side view mirrors usually touch walking people or people who are on the bicycle yeah i mean indian roads are very different where everybody has to walk in the same way the bicycle doesn't have any separate lane uh motorcycle bicycles pedestrians cars they're all walking in the same street there's no separate anything for that so it's I think every month at least on a monthly basis <laughs> I don't I h- think I hit people it's just that it's most people wouldn't say anything to you if they if the, your car hits them on their shoulders uh, or pushes them a slight bit
0: mm-hmm. slightly different uh, standard here than yeah. other places you know oh yeah the car just brushed against my shoulder no big deal like yeah, people would be like a... calling the cops and western country if you did that
1: (laughs) yeah but on the highway of course you cannot because you're you're traveling a lot faster or even like in on a larger roads but in the the gullies or in the little lanes that's i wouldn't say it's it's that (laughs) far-fetched
0: it's still one that probably most people can check the other day the
1: other day the motorcycle hit our mirror our side view mirror on driver's side and broke it and the guy stopped for two minutes, and then he kept going. Like, he just apolog- apologized and then tried to blame me. And then people tried to break break our conversation, break, just say, oh, it's all right, all right, just keep going. And that's just what happens here. People don't want to have a fight. Usually, you never claim the other person's insurance because there's no police involved. So basically, you have mm-hmm. to pay for your own insu- your own your car and motorcycle from your own insurance, mm-hmm. not from the other person's insurance. So... Anyway, so that's, that's pretty common. Again, in other parts of India, it'll be different. It's not the same everywhere. The Laws are applied differently by different states because some states are a bit more stickler. Other states are not. So, yeah, hard to tell, hard to say.
0: Speaking of fights, so that brings us to number four. Gotten into a fight with an auto wala or taxi wala. Like just like, this was actually inspired by one of our friends that actually almost got into a fist fight with an auto wala. I mean, I feel like there's verbal fights that happen all the time. Like pretty much, I mean, you see it all the time. People are like, oh, you're charging too much or whatever. Now with Ola and Uber, kind of makes it less negotiable of the rates, but this like happens all the time. So check check mark for yourself if you
1: yeah autos just went recently on Ola and Uber yeah but they are not very uh, plentiful like. Yeah, it's harder to find auto on Uber. rickshaw auto rickshaws mm-hmm. on Uber.
0: Number five, received prasad. What's what's prasad, honey? Can you explain?
1: It's just uh, blessing food that's given as blessing to people after a ceremony or a um, rite is performed in front of a deity in Hindu families. And only Hindu Hindus use that word,
0: prasad. Prasad. So if you've gotten prasad... Make a check mark for yourself. Yeah, if you're going to have relationships with, with maybe Buddhists use it. I don't know. Yeah, then Prasad is part of the deal. Number six, vomited on a train.
1: <laughs> I, I, mean, I have personally. Stuff, I've had people vomit on our stuff. Yes,
0: we have. Yes, but yeah. not
1: vomit on me.
0: <laughs> we haven't done it ourselves. I our kids have done it. But oh man, we've seen a lot of people get. I mean, people. A lot of people get sick on the train. There was one time that there was this uh, traveler. Uh, I think she was uh, she was a Israeli girl, and um, we were traveling as a family, and she came up to me. And she was like, hey, you know, I want to ask you some questions. And so she was just talking about where she was going. It was an overnight train, and she's like, oh, is this safe to eat? Is that safe to eat? And I said, well, I mean, none of it's, like, really safe to eat, but this would be the safest thing to eat, I guess, like a fried or, like, a hot thing with no water and no you know, any anytime you're traveling in India or having outside food, you don't want to eat anything that's too watery or it's supposed to be cold or kept in fridge. So I told eh, samosa might be okay. Well, it wasn't. She got quite sick, and I was, like, keeping an eye on her all night because she was really sick on the trade. Poor thing. It didn't happen to me, but I've seen it plenty of times. Number seven, taking a bucket bath with cold water. This should be one that most people can check off, you you haven't lived if you haven't done this
1: (laughs) most places uh, like guest house smaller guest houses or people's homes some people's homes may not have geyser still so yeah so you're bound to take a cold um, bucket water if you're especially if you're trying to go from different places to different places not staying in like hotels and such in india
0: Number eight, slept on a roof or choky. You did this the other night. Tell us about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so my thing with my friend and my friend's house doesn't have an AC. So it was quite warm in his house. He suggested that we can sleep on the roof. Um, And usually I've slept on the roof, but usually there are mosquitoes. So you have to sometimes put mosquito net on your cot on the roof but in this case because the mosquitoes are less because summertime so we slept on the roof my friend and i and it was great until it started raining and in the middle of the night we, start, we 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 picked up our mat and we brought everything downstairs and then we waited for half an hour and it was still hot downstairs so we came back up and then spent rest of our night upstairs on the roof so oh, man. basically that was how it was and I don't know how many people are nowadays sleeping on the roof. It used to be a lot more, but after people have gotten more cushier and, and I guess middle class people have AC nowadays, so i guess not not a lot of people sleep on the floor but in the villages and in the in a more basic amenities house i'm sure people still sleep in a veranda or a roof or in a place called angan which is like the courtyard it's an open sky open roof
0: number 9 seen a snake in the wild i actually don't think i've seen a snake in the wild i've seen him at parks i've seen them yeah, mostly in parks. I've seen it at, and like a cot where you go for bathing in the river. And they were both small. But, man, your mom has some good snake stories. She talks about how there used to be huge snakes that, like, cross the road in front of her. And one time at her, like, village house, there was a huge snake that was crawling up the stairs of their front, their front entryway. And, I mean, when you get outside of major urban India, you're bound to have some good snake stories. Have you seen a lot of snakes in no. the wild, yeah, not as many.
1: There's not a lot of wild left here. That's
0: that's a good point. There's not a lot of wild left here.
1: <laughs> There's a lot of wild left in India, but not around where the people live.
0: Yeah. In fact, you know, people are really freaked out by snakes. There are, there are like fifty thousand snake bite deaths a year in India, so people are naturally scared. Yeah, it's scared. kind of
1: interesting that how in America and other countries people have. Pet snakes, which is unfathomable in
0: India. <laughs> yeah.
1: Only snake charmers, For and real. that the the number of snake charms have decreased substantially. They're probably like, in in next ten or twenty years, we'll have like a couple of hundred snake charmers left in India. But many of them are changing their occupation. It's a dying out art. So basically, no one is going to have a pet snake in India after ten years. It's probably all gonna go to America. Americans are gonna have more pet snakes. Than Indians.
0: (laughs) Number 10, lit firecrackers on Diwali. Yeah, if you've ever been here for Diwali, most people have lit firecrackers. Although it's becoming less popular because the pollution is, this is one of the major causes of pollution, especially in North India and some of the larger cities. Uh, It's so much that the day after Diwali, the pollution index goes way. Way up to the point where even flights are getting canceled because of the smog. I mean, it's really bad. So actually, people are encouraged to not light firecrackers, but to celebrate in other ways with more natural substances, like using a clay pot, you know, like a diya, what we call it in Hindi, and um, enjoying in other ways rather than burning so many fumes and things like that. Number eleven, gotten bitten by a street dog or guard dog. Thank God, no, I haven't. But I have one friend who got bit in the face, really, really badly. She's American friend. She could have lost her eye if this dog would have uh, would have clenched down more. It was quite terrible. So it can happen.
1: I've been bitten by a stray dog.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Look, like when you were a kid.
1: I was like nineteen.
0: Mm. So. What happened in that scenario?
1: Uh, just a, like, some dog came and bit me from the back on my shin. So, yeah, right on the shin. And it was just, it was over my jeans, pair of jeans, so...
0: Did you have to get, like, rabies shots and stuff or no? Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, three or five, I don't remember.
0: It's kind of tricky because, you know, we, in the West, we, like, love dogs and we want to domesticate all the dogs. Some of these dogs in India, they're kind of, they're wild, you know, they're on the street and they, they... You know they're watching out for their own territory. It's kind of tricky. You you want to be afraid of them, but you also want to trust you. And like the other day, one of the dogs had a uh, one of our street dogs in our neighborhood had like a piece of metal like stuck on its leg, and I felt so bad for it. It was trying to bite it off, and I saw man I can get that off, and I was kind of thinking this is really stupid, but I'm going to try it anyway. So I called it over, and it actually came over to me. And I let it sniff my hand, and, and it recognized me because it knows me from the neighborhood. I was able to get the piece of metal off the dog's leg, and that dog was, like, licking my hands like crazy, which was funny because usually you're really scared of the guard dogs because they're supposed to be kind of ferocious and nasty, but this dog was, like, so thankful that I had took the...
1: Is it a guard dog?
0: It's one of, the, one of the dogs in our neighborhood. It's not a guard dog. No, it's an in, in unofficial guard dog. They live in our colony, and they bark every time some new person walks in. But anyway, fortunately haven't been bitten, but this one case where I buddied up with a dog, I'm not not going to take it, you know, like we have a friendship now or anything. I'm still going to kind of stay away from that. (laughs) Number two, slept without AC in the heat of summer. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is like most of India. People mostly sleep without AC. It's becoming more popular now. But, I mean, 10 years ago I did this all the time and I didn't really feel that hot. I mean... Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'll die without without at least some AC going.
1: Right? Yeah, at least part I of mean, the day. At least part of or the day. Or for for sleeping at least.
0: Oh, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Number 13. Slept with a lizard in your room. So the thing about Indian lizards is that they, we call it chipkali here, and they're just like a common house lizard. They stick on your walls, and they eat bugs and Other things that like spiders and bugs that crawl around on the walls, which is pretty prevalent since most houses here aren't like um, really like uh, airtight. So they come in, they sneak in when you got your windows open, your doors open, and they live in your house. And you shouldn't be bothered by them. Yep. Number fourteen visited an Indian emergency room. Hmm. Like at a hospital. Yeah, the hospital. I have, but mostly, I mean, it was just for our son. And we went to the best hospital in town. So some of the, like, government hospitals can be pretty scary. I hope that none of you have to ever visit an Indian emergency room or any emergency room.
1: In smaller villages, there might not be any other optioning besides going to a government dispensary or something like clinic right. or something. Right. Kind of know your, know your surroundings, of how far
0: yeah medical that's a good point.
1: facilities are.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Anywhere you go, you should probably know where it's the nearest medical facility or at least who you should ask and where they can take you if anything happens. Yeah. Number 15, danced in a barat at an Indian wedding. So explain what is a barat.
1: Barat is uh, the procession that groom's relatives and groom has. Usually it's shorter distance, like less than a kilometer from the place where the groom's guests are staying to the wedding hall. It's the whole the entire guest list from the groom's side usually walks from the from the place where they're staying to the wedding hall with this like band with orchestra mm-hmm. band.
0: I'm sure you've seen it, like the horns and the drums, and it's really fun. It's quite loud, and they block off the streets. But usually it's like the close family and friends. And when they're getting ready to depart for the wedding, they walk down the street. And a lot of times the groom is riding on a white horse. Nowadays also sometimes they'll ride in a car or on a big truck with the speakers blaring and people dance down the street, and it's super fun. Sixteen. Eaten street food, specifically Golgapa or Pani Puri. Those are the dangerous ones. So if you've done this, good for you, but I'd like to know what's the percentage if you got sick or not. So usually people say those are the not advisable ones to eat, anything that has like wet or watery.
1: It's, it's more than a, a lot of people would not like that food. That's also Many true. Fo- foreigners will not like that food. I think a lot of people who do eat end up eating are they they're the ones who are like budget travelers they're just trying to eat on on the cheap and then some of them actually like the taste of it, but majority of the people are not like they, they're just like doing it for the sake of novelty like just try something new different they you will not like such sour spicy salty taste mm-hmm. generally. But yeah, Indians eat it. But even even most Indians eat it. Like they usually identify one or two guys on the street that they have gone for years, and they they just eat at those places. They don't just like stop anywhere and you know and just start eating. Mm-hmm. That's like usually very few people do that.
0: Recipe for disaster.
1: <laughs> usually you go to your guy and eat it because you know that he uses the cleaner water or. All that, but here, there's no like, hundred percent that you will not get sick even then.
0: Yeah, they, nowadays they have more like sanitized street food, so it's not really street food, but you can get it at Haldiram or Hadi no, or any of that. But it's modified street food. So they've yeah. taken street food and they've taken it into a restaurant that you can basically go and order it, and it's it's like they fast use food. like filtered. Indian yeah. Indian, Indian,
1: it, s- Indian street food turned into fast food. Turned into fast food
0: inside a restaurant with AC and yeah. filtered water so if you're going to try it be somewhat safe that's yeah. a good way to try it at one of the actual like restaurants right. in ac and they ask them if they use Bisleri water it's and, not going to be
1: the same experience but nah. food is the same right
0: but they like use gloves and they rather than like sticking their whole arm inside the water and like dunking it out to give it to you so <laughs> yeah and then there are some
1: cleaner street food places on the street
0: how do you identify a street a clean street food place
1: uh, you have to research online if you 're going to a new city if you live in a city, then you already know where those places are by asking the locals basically those places have high turnover turn turnover rate tur- not turnover but high foot what do you call like it? foot traffic. traffic yeah yeah, you have a hard high, high foot traffic so basically what the reason for high foot traffic is because it's a it 's a place that has been around for years, and the guy doesn't probably want to lose. Any business. Plus, he's good enough. That's why people keep coming back. He's like kind of like legendary, iconic street food places in India, Pakistan, other places like that. There are a lot of like iconic street food places that people have gone for years too. So, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And our last item, number 17, had something stolen from you by a monkey. <laughs> This is kind of a scarier experience. And I feel like this is something that you you really have to have someone prepare you for. If you're at a temple or any like touristy place where there are a lot of um, monkeys, you can't like have any food item. Otherwise, they will try to attack you. It's the
1: religious, mostly religious places. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, what you see Indian people do is they just like let them take it. First of all, you don't open it in front of them and you do not give it to your kids because otherwise your kids are going to get attacked. And monkeys can be really vicious. Um, in India, yeah. I have I have had I was in my apartment, and I was sitting on the balcony, and this big fat mo- monkey came on my balcony. It was it was like going for my iPod. This is when I had an iPod, so it was like <laughs> that was when that was like a thing, right? It went for my iPod, and I was really freaked out and wasn't going to give up my iPod so easily, so. I, like, lunged at it and kind of tried to scare it off. And it lunged back at me and showed its teeth. And I and then I got really scared and fell backwards. So that's probably a stupid way to deal with it. I don't know. Maybe I should have just given it the iPod. Probably not. But then it I ran inside my house and slammed the door so it couldn't get me. But, man, these things can be vicious. These things can be terrifying. I hope you don't get attacked by a monkey.
1: <laughs> uh, yep.
0: Stay smart. Stay away from them. Don't look them in the eye. No, that's, I'm just kidding.
1: I think they behave worse when they're in a bigger pack.
0: Uh huh. That's a good.
1: They have, when they know they have like strength. Like one time when we were going in, like the it was like a just just wilderness uh, in Varanasi, outside of Varanasi, uh, there was just wilderness, and it's not many cars there. There were big groups of monkeys in there, and then some of them were kind of aggressive, and they could yeah they they kind of were in a pack so. So I think they were kind of used to being aggressive to the tourists that were traveling by road.
0: Yeah, for sure. So that's it. So let us know how many items you have completed on the Real India Experiential Bucket List and share it with us. The infographic was designed by my friend Sachin Sharma. You can find our infographic on all of our social media sites. Share it with us. Share it with your friends. Tag your friends and let us know what you think.